After 10,000 years, I'm free. Now, finally to conquer Earth. Alpha, Rita's escaped. Recruit me, podcasters with attitude. Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Anthony, you've been chosen, given the power of the youngin' with your fresh eyes and naivete. Sean, you've been given the power of wisdom beyond your years. Hello and welcome back to Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Cyberspace. <laughs> uh, this is the podcast where we talk about everything Power Rangers related, from books to movies to TV shows. Mostly by like three movies to toys to whatever fun facts. I'm one of your co-hosts, Anthony Mullen, and I am joined by. This is Sean Fritz, the adult. The other co-host, the adult in the conversation. Um, and. So on our last episode, we were talking about uh, the first part of this, uh, the Boom Studios Power Rangers comic or Power Rangers comic book, and uh, you know, I mean, it caught our attention. So let's we continue to read it. Yeah. So we're caught up to date. Yeah. So to issue fifteen. So yeah. Uh, is it my turn yet? Yeah, you can talk now. Thanks. I, pre- <laughs> I appreciate that. So, yeah, so we read, uh, was it the one through six? I was very far behind, and this was a really good excuse to to read them all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, I mean, I read one through six probably in the span of two days, two evenings after work. Nice. And, you know, we talked about it last time. Very impressed so far with, you know, it's almost like a, a what if. Uh, this is an interesting little backstory. But it went even further, yeah. even deeper down the, the rabbit hole of, exactly what's going on and why well, haven't i seen this before real quick let me give a disclaimer it's all spoiler filled for the comic books from here so if you do want to read the power rangers uh boom studios comics pause it go read it come back because we are going to go up to current date on this one all right and, and it's a it's a quick read too it's it's action-packed but it's yeah it's it's fun it, it flows it's, and, it's a page turner quite honestly do you hear the voices as you're reading uh yeah i actually wrote that down that is one of the things like i will i will insert the no it's the original cast not the yeah not the you know mid-season two replacements or season one or whatever i forget which one it was it was, it was season two was it the yeah it was the beginning well, of no season no no two. i'm sorry no it was it was a uh, season two season three it was after season because they had are they had already uh they had gotten given, the ninja sword they had given tommy his white ranger powers and then pretty much yep. 15 minutes after that that's right it was uh, because they uh, they made the you know behind the scenes they made you know they had to over overdub uh, David Felding who did Zordon they had to dub his uh, his um, here's the White Ranger guess what he's also the new leader and Jason has no problem with that because too bad yep so that's because it was a couple episodes because Jason was just like all right you take control now yeah I'm I'm kind of worn out on this I'm gonna go talk about peace even though I've been fighting intergalactic aliens for the last year and a half <laughs> while in high school by the way and doing every school. charity known to man and doing every charity known to man and teaching, well you got pink rain teaching karate at the juice bar i like how kimberly here's the thing is um 
we're going to get into the actual like main Power Rangers comic series, but have you read any of the Pink Ranger series that they did? That was the next thing I wanted to do. Uh, I think we, I mean we've been making some good headway with these, having some really good fun discussions about it. I think right. I think that would be the next logical thing to read and talk about. And, and I, I think we should do a break in between them because they're just like they're, they're like oh I thought this was Power Rangers, not a Power Rangers comic book podcast. <laughs> well, no, we're not going to talk about it today. You know, we can yeah we can no. talk about well, it I later. Mean, a couple of week, couple of weeks from now, we'll touch into that. Sure. But did you read? It's all right. Anyway, so that's fun. I've not read um, it, but I know the. I know the. It's you know. You know the premises of like it's. It takes place. Yeah, it takes place with uh, Kimberly after she's left the Rangers. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I that's that's my understanding, but I I know nothing beyond that about it. Which is, I'll say. I'll, I'll tell you this one. I read the first three issues, maybe four. I was pleased. It was like all right, cool. It was fun. Is it? Is it still Kyle Higgins that's doing the writing on those? I I don't know. I read it when it first came out, like last year, and I was like, "Whoa!" This, like it was fun. The art, the art definitely is the same though, or the art style. It's that uh, invincible type where it's like it's realistic enough to make you think. You know, it doesn't look overdone and over flashy, where like everyone's muscles are bulging out. But it's also got that subtle color palette where you're like, it's soft and it's like friendly looking. You know. Well, and you know. Uh, honestly, when when reading through this, um, I did notice that there was uh, a little bit of um, there was a, an issue or two where the art was different. Um, I, I I think there was a pickup story in the middle uh, of the uh, you know what a pickup story oh, the, is, right? Yeah, yeah, and no, I know is, is that the one with Billy? Yeah, yeah. The, the art. Was I'm gonna different. tell you, I loved that story. It was a good. All right, so let's get into this. Well, let's talk about then. that one first. I think because it's completely. I, it's I a standalone, say, yeah. yeah. It's not irrelevant, but it's it, it. But at the same time, it kind of feeds into what is happening at the time. But yeah, I think we can talk about that one. Yeah. Uh, so this, so I love this pickup story because it definitely showed Billy being my, Billy was my favorite character. We discussed that on Back Issues Comic Book Podcast, which I do, and I think we discussed it maybe on issue one or episode one of this of uh, Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Billy's always everyone always loved Tommy. Always everyone always loved Jason or the the colors. But, you know, Billy was my favorite. And he was always portrayed as that dorky nerd that, you know, he wasn't good at fighting. He wasn't good at anything else. But do being the tech guy. Well, this ep- this issue here showed how the inner mod, the inner like be- the inner struggle that he has by being around all his friends that know karate or kung fu and are, are athletic. And he's not none of that. Or so he thinks. I mean, he does, and he and he does what the geek would do, or the 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 person that's trying to study and do his best. He's rep, repetition over and over, and he's constantly always fighting this mission in the command center, which I love. Yeah, he's he's basically learning through repetition, like you said. He's he's got a practice where it does it comes, you know, being being I guess physical comes naturally to a lot of the others, but with him, yep. being smart is what comes naturally to him. Mm-hmm. So he uses that to his advantage. Um, you know, I, I think it showed part of his day as just being throughout school, and he's kind of always kind of fighting that self. And then it kind of cuts away to where you see him in a battle. And at first, you think it's uh, you think it's actually like a like a battle's happening, and he's he's got to make the shot, and it's his it's his fault that he misses a a key shot to fight the villain. And it's like he's about to die or something like that, and it all fades away, and you're. You're brought out of the rea- you're brought to reality that it was a battle simulation that he did at the command center. Which, by the way, would be would have been a really neat thing to have seen in, in the, the movies. Yeah, movie. You know what? You're absolutely right. I mean, in the show, obviously they were 
they were kind of handicapped by it, what what footage they had. It was a TV show. Yeah, yeah. Well, that too. But this is just a whole nother level of training that was, well, let's just hang out and beat up rock monsters in the movie. No, no. Let's just go into like a VR simulation. And they play the actual simulators out, which I think may, I mean, if they, if they get lucky and they get to do a sequel, I think that's what we may see. But I think it's great that it's, it's only, it makes clear this, that's what the, that's, this is what is great about the comics that it shows other things that you assume that they do. You assume they train, but we never saw them training. The only bit of training we ever saw on the TV shows was them at the juice bar doing karate with little kids. Never saw them train ever. Except I think maybe the first episode, the day that were there where they got their powers, and it showed that they had to kind of learn, read, they had to learn how to fight for the first time. It kind of seemed, but apart from that, it was always boom, your Power Rangers. And they always won, and um, to show them training and you know Billy, who's not good at fighting, it's the near the later the ep- near the later of this comic book. It's not an episode; it's a comic. <laughs> you see him back in the training simulator again, and. He gets out and he, he he makes the key shot and he wins and he beats the battle. And it's awesome. And he gets out and you see Tommy walk up and be like, hey, do you want to go hang out? And he's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of busy. I got to go do some more training. You see him enter back the training simulator again. And doesn't he look at Alvin and he goes, how many times has Billy done this? And it's like some stupid number, like 200 something times he's done the same mission. Yeah, it was it was a lot. Quite a bit. It was like... It was it was whoa a little bit excessive, but to him, it had to be perfect. He had to know he, that he could always make the shot. Yeah, which is what was great. I mean, basically, it was at that point it was almost like a confidence builder type thing. He had to do yeah. it, or he wouldn't know, or he might choke, or he had to he had to push through basically. Well, I think also in that in in that standalone in between him training, there was a clip where he was he was remembering from a pre from a previous fight where he tried to make the shot and he choked during the shot in a fight. So he that that's what made him go back to the training simulator and go, no, I gotta get it perfect. Yeah, I mean that makes that makes sense. It's the whole point of practicing. Practice makes perfect. So I've heard. No, no, I'm just fucking great right off the beginning. Not many are like me. Just like with your football tryouts. <laughs> Ouch! That hurt. <laughs> um. Yeah. Editor's note: Listen to back issues after dark issue nine. It's great. It's a great one. But um. So when we last left off with the with uh, issue six, we the Power Rangers had just been beaten, and there was a blast. Correct. Um, and well, is it- yeah, the command center got got, um, and they had just basically rerouted all systems and teleported to some pocket dimension where they were yes. safe. But and let's see, five of the six of them got teleported, uh, with the exception of Billy, and all of a sudden everyone lost their their they demorph basically, and um, Billy was left behind, and the was it the dragon guy? Uh, this dragon guy had uh, taken had uh, taken the taken him off the morphing grid. Yeah, well, he took. They were he, they were unable to, yeah, to morph. He, basically, he looked through Billy's power coin and uh, basically was able to enter the morphing grid. And although, side note, they kept calling it the morphing with a G grid, and I'm like, nah, man, it's the morphing grid. Yeah, there is no G in morphing. 
in Morphin Power Rangers. It's Morphin. Yeah. Like morphine. Yeah, that's with an E at the end, not a G, but good try. Uh, kind of. But uh, yeah, so and Bill, they, you know, they take he takes Billy to that dark dimension, Goldar's dimension, um, that we see that we've seen in the TV show, you know, with the green candle and yep, uh, you know, where it was used mainly in that series, but it, or in that miniseries, but um, but yeah, so he basically can enter the Morphin grid of, you know, I don't want to say that dimension because it kind of spans a couple dimensions, but. You know, we've, the morphin grid, it seems like, is kind of like uh, overlapping. Yeah, to a degree, but uh, I'll get I'll, I'll elaborate on that later. It's multidimensional in a sense. Yes, but you can also have, as we find out, you know, uh, well, what is it? Uh, well, Tommy doesn't demorph though, and and we, nope, we find, because it demorphs everyone else, and they and Tommy is able to de- to morph through the green the green power coin. Yes, and that's where they end up figuring it out. They end up, the other rangers end up breaking free by using by morphing through the green power coin, and he loses his connection to it. But they all get a green hue on their no, they're all they're straight up green, dude. Well, yeah, I mean, like, but like red was a little darker of a green than the pink. Oh, they did. Yeah, oh. but I mean, maybe it was because of the the um, the lighting and shading as well. But it was it was really. Um, really neat and i was, I was kind of I'm blown bit, away i i like that creativity i'm like no that's a great idea and the whole idea is so that gold goldar has failed and he's a he is stuck in the pocket dimension he's chained he was he is chained to the floor yeah he's chained to the floor and billy's like the only one that could possibly help him but he also needs goldar's help to be able to get out and while the rangers are now green rangers trying to trying to fight off this uh Dracon, Dacon, I can't remember, I think remember his name. The dragon, Lord Dragoon, or Dr- Lord, oh wait, that's Lord Dragon, Lord Drac, Dracon, D R A K K O N, Dracon, Lord Dracon. As as they're fighting this, like Lord Dracon, where at this point he is, you don't see him when when you see this guy, he's a uh, almost kind of like the dragon zord almost. He's like a dragon. He's like a blacked out dragon zord, but can change. He's like the zord change and a person size. at the same time. Um, yeah. Basically, we find out a couple other things too that, you know, first of all, if they're all this green hue, they can all still go to the moon or excuse me, they can all still summon their own zords. Um, nope. You know, eventually through battle, um, like you said, they all get their coins back. Um, or what is it? Yeah, Tommy is. Uh, they eventually Tommy takes all of his power back um, because something happens. I forget what. But then he gets the Dragon Zord. Him and Jason unmorph. Jason unmorph. Tommy morphed. Goes to the moon in the Dragon Zord because it's got rocket shoes. Although, though the Dragon Zord is flight capable, is space capable. That's no. I mean, I think it was assumed because they they did fight on the moon at once. I think. I don't remember, but I just thought it was. Did they fight Serpentera on the moon? Mm, that was after the Dragon Zord, though, if I remember correctly. Cyclops, oh. Cyclopsis, maybe. No, that was Cyclopsis was at the end of season one. Well, technically, it was supposed to be the end of season one, uh, Doomsday. But which one, Cyclopsis? That was Goldar's Zord. Had the cycle. Oh, I got full pictures up. This it one. was episode forty and forty, thirty-nine and forty, I believe. 
he was the dude that sliced off the arm of the dragon or of the Megazord, if I remember correctly. And um, that was supposed to be the end of season one, but it was 40 episodes in and five days a week, eight weeks is 40 yeah. episodes. So they're like, oh, uh, we need more for this surprise hit. And uh, so they got more footage. But anyway, um, yeah. So anyway, Dragonzord goes to the moon. We see this dude. He like grows in size while Tommy can breathe the lack of air on the moon. That's cool. Science. I think <laughs> go for it. It's Power Rangers. You still got to have that uh, facade there that you're just like, whatever. Yeah. They have extra capabilities. Unexplained. But yeah, so they fight. And what they go back to Earth at some point. Billy sweet talks Goldar into letting him out, even though Goldar is a prisoner, he can get out whenever he wants. It was more of an honor thing. It, that's all. It, that's all it is with Goldar is that it's all honor and it's like devotion to Rita. True. I, I and after he sees that she basically shit on him, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna let you go because you know, you. It'll. I'll. I'll win in the end. Yeah, I mean, he'll. He'll basically the enemy of my enemy is my friend, and in this scenario, that's what's happening. Because he doesn't like this dude, this Lord Dracon. But I think the best takeaway from this issue or this series of issues is the Zord was just remote piloted once it got beat. And Trini's like, hey, even though Billy's not here at the moment. So this had to happen in issue 9 or 11 because issue 10 was that standalone mm-hmm. with Billy. Uh, yeah. She's like, yeah, so I didn't notice it before, but the Dragon Zord and this this Zord that could that they fought in the moon and ahead of time, you know, before that, has the same serial number processor, etc., of the Dragon Zord, which tells us that a the uh, the Zords are robots that they were built that Intel made them or whatever, you know. <laughs> uh, but but it was it was interesting that they're like yeah the the epiphany moment was it's got the same serial number, same processor, not the same model, same one, and. Pretty much right around that time, didn't Jason and Tom, or was it Zach, got the stick out of his ass, and he and Tommy, some way, somehow, I forget, ended up on this other planet where they see a, a statue of Rita and the Green Ranger. Like, no, no, it's Billy. This is where Bill, it's Billy and Tommy. Was it? No, it. Yeah, it's. Oh no, yeah, it's yeah, Billy you're right. And Tommy, you're right because in the next issue we find out. It's, this is like Flashpoint. Yeah. So so basically what happens is that there's an explosion and they chase after Lord Dracon or whatever. And Tommy and Billy get sent to this alternate parallel universe timeline, I guess. And it's timeline because it's the same universe, but it's different. And it's, it's like Flashpoint. Well, yeah. I think it's a little bit further in the future simply because the Thunderzords yeah. are, you know, the first thing you see is the Thunderzords are all... Junk. Well, Thunderzords or Ninja, everyone is done. They're, it's like a junkyard. It's yeah. yeah. Um, and so basically, we we were placed on this alternate Earth where it's Tommy and this Lord Dracon, and and he's uh, so no, is it who's the statue? Is it Tommy and Rita? It's the Green Ranger and Rita. The Green the Green Ranger and Rita, and um, you come to find out that. In this world, in this Earth's timeline, Tommy didn't uh, go good after. After breaking Rita's spell, she somehow convinced him that he should stay evil. And that what what she thought was right was good. Or, or was it and that he, he was never 
pure, never not evil. Yeah, in this one he was never in this timeline he was never pure. So he so he stayed evil. He stayed the, he kept the Green Ranger the evil Green Ranger power, and basically Rita ends up he ends up killing off Power Rangers and people. Like well, I think is it Bill, Bill, Billy's dead in this timeline. We find out Billy's dead, but everyone else is alive and fighting for basically Rebel Squadron. I don't think everyone else is alive. Uh, well, I'm thumbing through it right now. Uh, for, Jason isn't there. I'm looking at issue 11, and I do. Here, here's what I really like. You know, I don't know if it was at the end of 11 or or 12, but basically he gives out like, let's call him uh, Evil Tommy, Dracon, Tommy, same guy. Uh, he can give and take powers like Power Ranger powers at will. Like his arm, yeah. like his Imperial Guards are Pink Rangers. They're red. He's got like no, no, the Red Ranger. Oh, they're yeah. Red Rangers, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. The the Police Squadron is the Macedon. Yeah, or Black Rangers. Exactly, and they're just it, it's so interesting, so neat. Like here's the graveyard where you got uh, Tor, the shuttle sword, the pieces. You know, um, the worst finishing move ever. I'm gonna crush somebody. But yeah, the the just the I, I can't even put into words like how cool this is like alternate earth same characters Saba's basically the he finds Saba and Tommy's like no no or evil Tommy's like no no I need that that they call them artifacts basically like they're like they need the artifact that and the morphers so that they can you know they're they're we find out they're protecting Billy's morpher like the deceased Billy yeah he he had the he had the uh, they were hiding the morphers from Lord Dracon, who at this point we find out his true identity is Tommy. Yeah. We didn't. I don't think we really said that, but it's kind of obvious at this point. I think. Yeah. yeah. But Tommy is Lord Dracon. He's gone evil. And real quick, what did you think about his freaking uh, his ranger costume? It it was. I mean, I think it, I mean it's a red white or a red uh, a green and white ranger like mix. Um. I forget exactly. I think they might have gone into some detail about it. I don't, I don't know exactly if they did or not. I don't recall. But it was... They never went into detail on it. It was really... I, I really liked it. Like, it was the White Ranger, um, like, spandex, and with, like, a combination um, Green Ranger shield with the... Was it the power coin in the middle of it? And then, But it had, like, all the flourishes of the White Ranger shield. Yeah. I thought it looked cool. It looked pretty badass. Yeah, and the uh, the helmet had had the horns on it, and, and but it was the White Ranger helmet with horns. I was like, well, but it had like it had like the gold flare on it. It, it was solid. It's it's a pretty quick design, and something I don't think a lot of people saw because uh, do you have the issue with him where the cover is that the yeah. uh, remember like how everyone had like the issue zero was issue like zeros that. were all like all the different helmets, and then his cover was. That I'm like, oh, that was so cool. Well, I'm looking at the uh, issue 15 variant, the action figure variant. Is yeah, it's um, yeah, it's basically it shows you know unmasked. There's a removable helmet and dragon dagger. Woo! Uh, looks like he's still rocking the green power coin. Um, Does he have the the power flutes or the the drag? The, so he has the dragon dagger. He doesn't have the doesn't have Saba because that's what they find in issue 12. He's trying to capture Saba. Yeah, uh, Zordon and the, the Zordon of that dimension and Zack hid it away because Saba and Zack had a conversation. 
when mm-hmm. when they brought him to the base. Yeah, so here we go to the base. Here's Jason and Zach. Is it Jason? I didn't pick up. I didn't think that was Jason. Well, I thought he had died. The only reason I think it was Jason is because he's got a red ascot on. You know, the handkerchief around his neck. Oh, uh, okay. And um, well, I thought it was Bulk or Skull when I saw that. Uh, I, th- I thought it was Skull or something like that. I think. Well, interestingly, Bulk is a member of the Resistance. I thought that was kind of a, a nice little nod. Yeah, I saw. I can't remember who. Which one's the bigger one? Is that Bulk? Bulk, because Bulk means big. Yeah. Okay. Skull. So I thought. I thought the guy that asked. I thought that was Skull. That I thought that was. Uh, let, let me double check here. That one. Uh, yeah, he's a little thinner. Um. Yeah, it's it's definitely Jason. Is it? Yeah, just look. Is it? Yeah, Trini's in here. Um, I don't. Kimberly hasn't been shown yet, has she? I don't believe so. Um. Yeah, but no, this is. Uh, oh yeah, here's Bulk. Bulk is just a little sweatier, and he's got a bandana on his head, but he is dressed almost identically to to that of Jason. Okay, that's why it threw me off because I must have thought they were the same, or I didn't realize it. Okay. But, so yeah, so I guess then Billy's the only one that died so far as we know. That's kind of crazy. Even better though. In the back in the real world, if you will, the current the act Yeah, the, the current the, continuity the, the, here. The, they they hijacked the command center. I, I don't know if we touched on that at all the last time. Yeah. And then they hijacked Alpha to say, Hey, come back. Uh by the way, go here because I have Intel and it's you find out at the last page that it's uh, Rita and Finster, and they've made an they ar- trap. They made an army of like gigantor Goldars. Mm-hmm. And they're setting a trap for where the Power Rangers can have to fight a whole bunch of giant Goldars. And while they did that, because they took over the command center, they also exploded and Zordon disappeared. Yeah, Zordon's been, Zordon's been gone. And this is where we come to find out in the uh, alternate timeline, the flashpoint, if you will, of this world is that Goldar was sent into the morphing grid, I want to say it was. Yeah, I would and, I would think that's probably what they're getting at. And Zordon is what this is where you see the Lord Dracon, you see the origin of this what happened in this timeline. He he watches it unfold where where Tommy chose wrong, he chose to stay with Rita, where he chose to take over the Power Rangers and he started beating them and destroying their power coins you see uh the zord on this dimension try to develop the white ranger and try to give it to jason and as jason's about to become the white ranger um drake tommy shows up and stops it and defeats him and he ends up killing zordon in the end and um he goes you're gonna die very slowly he goes you're gonna die alone too and this is where you we see this being floating there and then our Zordon that we know comes meeting him. And the Zordon of this time dimension, he's lost hope. He doesn't care. But our Zordon is like, no, you always got to believe in the power range. Always trust in the Rangers. Always, tr- always try to see the good. And then he connects over to Saab and he goes, listen, help is coming your way. And when it comes, be ready. And then that was like years. Like So like Zordon apparently is going to be like, displaced in time for like years waiting for them to show up again now yeah it was uh, i mean it was pretty interesting it's almost like a collapsing of a multiverse type thing yeah but you know obviously we're caught up so we don't know what's going to happen next very curious i'm very so now now what we have is uh drake where it is in the comics right now is that drake Khan has uh or tommy i'll say the evil tommy has showed up at the base he's found the resistance 
he's coming for him. He's coming over. He's coming for the Power Rangers. He wants that last power coin. He wants Saba. He ends up taking Saba. And was he? is he going to kill? He's going to kill Trini or something, right? And Billy, and he's like, oh, you know what I need? And Billy goes to, everyone thinks Billy goes and grabs a morpher, and he's about to morph, and he hands it over. Yeah, and that's... Uh, so, and it kind of cuts off there, and it's kind of like, where is it going to go? Yeah, is it is it a ploy? Is it like, a, I'll, I'll take it back to your palace because this and that, and then I'll see what's going on, and, you know, work, you know, man on the inside type thing? Yeah. Or is it something different? Is he just cowering because he sees his planet is in complete despair? Uh, we you know it's it's kind of up in the air at this point but he's giving away his, their last or or is it here's another thing is it his morpher or is it is, is it, it a replica maybe a decoy but is it his from the alternate oh the, maybe it's the, morpher from the other their, one their main timeline because he's not from around here or is it i don't think it's the one from their you know the one that they're trying to keep from him so this is what i was getting at earlier Will it work on that world, that dimension, because it's not from there originally? Oh. Oh, that's a good question. So, I mean, that's the only logical thing I can think of. Or maybe all those simulations that they that he did in, in issue 10, does it come back around to that where he can take the shot and, and make it? You know, is he going to try to... Is his morpher going to work? Can there be two Blue Rangers in this... Uh, in this universe, in this world, and um, you know, he can make the shot or whatever. Hit, hit take his his. What are, what are they like? Uh, his tridents, his double sided tridents, spear things. I don't even know what you want yeah. to call them. The, oh, he called them a power lance in the show. Power. <laughs> um. Well, side note, he called them the power lance until they said we're not going to use, or he called them the power lance, but he used battle. Yeah, he used like Battle Lance originally. Funny story. And they were like, nope, you're not. Well, because uh, when they all started out with battle, like battle sword, battle daggers, whatever, um, Zach, uh, Zach Black Rangers was battle axe, which is a kind of an, anti- a weapon. an anti-feminist word. Battle axe? Yeah, some people will call women that. It's kind of funny when you hear it because it's not a thing that's really said anymore. So, oh yeah, I've never heard of that. So I, I figure they, they, they wiped them because they were. It's kind of like the whole. Um, they had to, like they had to death. As long the as they weren't, as long as long as they weren't hitting humans, it was okay because they're aliens. As long as they're not saying they're battling and they're not weapons, they're okay. Basically, like a, an almost like a hey, we're not using such a such forceful words. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's a lance. It's not a battle lance. It's a lance. Well, they had to have two words. Two like it had to have multiple syllables. But yeah. So you know, does he take that and like use it as almost like a, a crowbar and like pop the power coin out of it, like hit it at just the right angle that the power coin pops out of Dracon's morpher on his belt, and does he demorph at that cu- point? Who knows? That's curious. I'm very curious. That could be kind of cool. Maybe Kyle Higgins listens to this podcast and uh, is taking ideas from us. That'd be cool. I would love. I just that would just, be awesome. Just love a simple nod. The simple nod, and in this alternate timeline universe or whatever, there's two. He starts drawing these two guys that are just recording and capturing it all on podcast. They're just well, they did. Bulk does that. 
He remember in Oh, the, he does have he does have the backstories where it's that in the in, in the main story, not in the um what are they the, yep. the never-ending adventures of Vulcan Skull. Yep. Which are kind yep. of which are kind I of I feel like how all the back issues are kind of drawn. Like it's like old school style comics where like you had your main story and then yep. here's some extra stuff for fun. Yeah, you got you have just have a second a B story, secondary story for you know, it has nothing to do with the current storyline, but it's just kind of goofy and silly. But but they do introduce, and we're going off on a slight tangent. But they do introduce, you know, some standard. You know, I think they had the principal in there. They had Lieutenant Stone, uh, which I thought was kind of a, a nice nod. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, that. Um, I'm I'm just excited to see where the uh, where the main story goes from here because it's it's really good. It's really, I am. I, I, Why I. I hopped on Boom Studios and it showed me images of uh, issue 18, Ooh. which I don't know why it did that, but it showed me or it showed me the cover of issue 18, and it shows the uh, White Ranger, like pure White Ranger. Yeah, like White Ranger, like Tommy is like now the White Ranger. Hmm. And I'm very curious to see where it's going to go from there. That's uh... and where they're going to go, where they're going to move in the direction of the show now, or direction of the of the show of the current continuity. Well, this was a definitely a great ooh, arc. Like this, this whole story idea. Are you, are you looking at it right now? No, I'm looking at issue 16, main issue, main cover. Uh, it is Green Ranger crouching versus Dracon, like in a Superman punch style jump up in the air. But he's got he's got Saba, and he's ready to slash. So, ooh. The villain, here's the plot. The villainous Lord Dracon wields the power of Saba against the Green Ranger as the Power Rangers fight for survival of two worlds. Oh, this could be some great shit there. Ooh, that's going to be awesome. That's the end of this arc. And then 17. Now, that is a sharp cover. 17 is like, um, have you ever seen Justice League, the cartoon where like the watchtower gets destroyed or you know one of their bases yeah. gets destroyed then they have to use they basically just use all their powers like the the mystical ones or like captain adam uses his i got radioactive blood stuff or shazam picks yeah. stuff up that's heavy and they rebuild whatever that broke in like five minutes yeah i saw that uh issue 17 the cover looks kind of like the dragon zord is lifting up part of the command center and oh, like, I'm looking at it. Oh, wait, no, hold on. It looks pretty cool. It's like they're basically rebuilding everything. That's pretty I'm trying cool. to find. I'm trying to find it. Uh, as I'm going through. Co- oh, wait, is that it? Nope. These are all variant one issues still. What the heck? Here, I'll uh, let me just send it to me. Yeah, I'll show you. I'll say I in doing so trying to look through this. I'm seeing a uh, variant cover of issue zero with Jason with the shield. You mean like the standard? With the chest piece, yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. And the dragon sword is in the visor. Oh, that's so cool. Let me pull this. Oh, let me see. Oh, this is great. Isn't that pretty neat? Like everyone's, that is awesome. I do like the. That's cool. I, I tell you what, man. Uh, as they ha- there's um let me see here i'm i have this app i have this app on my phone it's called clz and it's a cataloging program and they have yeah uh, it tells me that there have been of the 18 ish- well 15 issues that have been out plus the next three that have been announced you know through 18 mm-hmm. there have been 131 different covers including oh my 
God. Including variants and reprints. Oh my gosh. I mean, talk about being a completist, man. Yeah, no, I'm good, man. I'm good. I mean, I like the I like the action figure covers. That's that's about where I draw the line. Mm-hmm. Oh man, do you have you seen the variant cover for issue one, where it's Tom, but it's like old school, like Japanese style, where it's like uh, it's Tommy as a uh, samurai warrior playing uh, like a sword flute, and in the background it's Godzilla. It's got. got- I'll send. I'll, I'm gonna send this to you, man. You're gonna love. Oh, you're gonna love this. You said issue one. Yeah, here you'll get. You're gonna get it right now. I'm looking at all of them right now. I'm just there's there's so many of them. I mean, I hear you. Is it the one where, like, the dragon tail wraps around him? Nope, nope. I just texted it to you. It should be coming to you any second, dude. It's legit, like old school, like Japanese, like samurai art. This is not good radio. <laughs> we're just we're just texting pictures back and forth. Oh no, that's fine. All right, you you want to take a I break? Do, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. Oh, hold on. Yeah. I, that's uh, oh, and the dragon zord is like a smoke monster in the shape yeah, it's like, of a dragon. It's like it's like Godzilla. That's like a Ron, almost like a Ronin. What? But the what is it's, it? It's a Ronin style. Yeah, but Ronin is only if you don't have a master and you suck at life. But I, I know what you oh. mean. This is uh, uh, this is sharp. We should probably you should probably put these on our Facebook page. Oh my God! This cover of the Ronin of Dragon Zord. There's a white ranger, green ranger double cover of it. Ooh. Oh my God. Well, All right. And you, so, you saw I, the ones that I sent you that are, that are local to my shop here, the Ultimate Comics ones, where it's like the the schematics of like the, the different Megazord, Dragonzord. Yeah, those are cool. They're also $10. So, anyways, what we're going to, well, what I wanted to let everyone know is that this uh, week I'm going to be going home and creating a Facebook page finally for our podcast. Now that we're on iTunes. Woo woo. Now that we are on iTunes, you can. But you already knew that because you're on whatever issue number this is. You're on episode, yeah. You're on episode three, Epi- four episode. This one. This is four. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is amazing. Um, yes, you're. You can find us on iTunes if you haven't listened to this, and then uh, you're gonna be able to get us on a website called bicbp-radio.com, and all that fun stuff will be on our uh, Facebook page. Super but fun. Are you uh, ready to say goodbye to everyone, Sean? I am. I am. I think All it's, right. I think it's that time, Sir Anthony. <laughs> um, I guess I guess I'll go first. Yeah. So everyone, uh, if you get me, if you want to hit me up on social media, get me at a n t m u l l e. That's my uh, handle, pretty much for everything, from Xbox Live to Instagram, Twitter. Replace the e with a three. And then if you want to hear me on another podcast, check out Back Issues Comic Book Podcast. The main show that I do with my friend Chris Chavez and sometimes guest friend uh, Brandon Fuller. We have people come on all the time, talk everything comic book related and pop culture. So it's really fun, super cool. And uh, you'll be able to catch it on the same network as this podcast, BICBP-radio.com. Get us on uh, Instagram, or not Instagram, get us on iTunes and uh, Stitcher. And yeah, I'll see you guys. I like how you said Brandon is your part-time friend. Catch, <laughs> I didn't mean it like and that. And you can catch my part-time friend Brandon on the show too sometimes. Uh, part-time coast. Part-time coast. Part-time co-host. Uh, you can catch me, Sean. I'm on Instagram and Xbox Live, SeanCV79. I hate Twitter. That's why Anthony's doing it. I don't even post on my own damn Facebook. 
That's why Anthony's doing it. But I might sometimes. That's it. I'm done.